0: What's a good friend of mine? Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Act of Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron.
1: Hi. Lil (laughs) Barron. How are you? I'm so good.
0: How are you? Good, good. Today's been a great day so far.
1: Oh, me too. Yeah,
0: it's good. So, Lil.
1: Are we going to talk about sleep? Because I finally slept last night. Just say. Oh, and today,
0: today of all days is the only day we're not even going to mention sleep. Not even Dang once. It. <laughs> but we I mean, we want to live a healthy life and right. obvious, obviously sleep is a part of that, right? Yes. But, uh, you know, this idea of trying to be a little healthier like that, that drives our new year's resolutions. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, there's an entire genre of self-help books that are out there to try to assist us. There's counselors and life coaches and little thing called the internet where we can do research to our yeah. heart's content to find out how to live a healthy life. Right. Yep. It's a big deal. It is. And uh, it, it drives a lot of our behavior. I found an article called 50 Easy Ways to Be a Healthier Person. Oh. I found this on uh, 24-7 Tempo. And the first 15 or so I thought were very obvious. You know, they were things like, you know, walk every day and just just good yeah. common sense things. Um, not knocking the first 15, but as I got deeper into the list, they started to get a little bit more creative Ooh. and a little less obvious. Mm-hmm. So I want to share a few of the things that stood okay. out, to, just a couple of them. Okay. We're not going to go through 50, we don't have time, but just a few of them. The first one is not that far off the beaten path, but it was one that I thought it caught my attention. I thought was important, and that is to meditate. Oh, now you meditate every morning. Every morning. And I think there are some great benefits. In fact, uh, they found that meditation has been associated for a long time with physiological benefits like lowering blood pressure helping to ease migraine headaches. And some studies have even found that meditation has certain cognitive benefits as well, like preventing brain cells from dying and helping oh. people focus and helping us deal with stress. Oh. So lots of benefits to meditation. <laughs> it also can help reset the happiness point in the brain, rewiring major parts of our brain. And so there's lots of good stuff yeah. going on with meditation. So that's an easy thing oh, that any of us can do. And you're doing it. I'm scoring. So don't point. stop. Keep keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> right. Keep going. Keep going but easy things that we can do. Here's another one. Turn off technology.
1: Oh, I don't do
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll admit I'm not too good at that either. Right. Technology. um, It can become kind of an addiction. And if I'm honest with myself, (laughs) I feel like I have some of the symptoms of the addiction. (laughs) A Pew research study found that 84%, 84% of cell phone users said that they can't go one day without their device. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, It stems from FOMO. Do you know what FOMO is? I do. I have it. Fear of missing out, right? Yes, FOMO (laughs) is a a psychological condition connected with our need to connect with our devices to keep from being ruled by our devices. Start your day without going on your phone. These are just little steps. These are just baby steps. Start your day without going on your phone. Power down your phone for a brief period, say during lunch or dinner. These are just ideas. I'm not saying you have to do them. I know you're looking at me like- (laughs) That ain't happening, right? <laughs> but they say, they, the infamous they, they say that if we do so on a regular basis, there are some benefits to it. Uh, use tools available on the internet to block distracting websites and that can help you manage your time more wisely. Those are just thoughts and ideas that we can do to be healthier people.
1: They're great thoughts. <laughs> Good
0: ideas, right? <laughs> Here's another one quickly. Get rid of clutter. Oh, Clutter has been associated with a range of unhealthy behaviors. It is linked to problems with decision making and executive function clutter distracts by focusing one's attention on something else and by providing too many stimuli making it difficult to relax research has shown that people can get emotionally attached to objects just by holding them too often or keeping them around for a long time so start to get rid of a little bit of clutter in our lives that's easy easier said than done maybe but here's one that really caught my attention i thought was great advice wash your bed sheets at least once a week I do that. Okay, there you go. So you're already bad, like <laughs> at least 500 here. <laughs> Most people know they should be washing their sheets at least once a week, but sometimes that's sometimes that's easier said than it done. Is. Sheets, of course, as we know, can accumulate dead skin cells and dust mites and bacteria that you can't see. But after a while, usually about two years, bedliner liner uh, fibers can start to break down and the sheets may begin to tear. So before your sheets make you uncomfortable in bed, throw them out or better yet, donate them. That sounds a little questionable to me, but even torn sheets can be recycled into rags or insulation. So there's things that we can do. So again, just, just a few ideas of things that we can do to help us be healthier people. I like meditation. Some of them. You like you like some of them. There there were lots of others. Uh, we'll yeah. share the link to the article in uh, the show notes. But we want to move on to our guest today. Yes, I'm so
1: excited.
0: Today's guest is fitness blogger, cancer survivor, all around amazing woman, Marilyn Mativia, joining us from Ohio by Zoom. Marilyn, welcome to welcome. the show. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm looking forward to this.
0: Well, we're <laughs> excited to visit with you. So so I, I mentioned you're a blogger. Um I want you to start us off today by talking about the name of your blog, which I love and uh, you know how you came up with that and how people can find your blog.
1: I came up with it. um i was I was just playing around with you know the whole fifty is the new whatever, um, right, or right. forty is the new whatever. and and fifty is the new forte. I have a lot of musicians in my life, uh, and forte, you know means build up or stronger and um so. All of a sudden that just kind of popped into my head. 50 is the new forte. <laughs> I
0: love <laughs> it. I love too. it. It's such a great play on words. And and in so many ways, we have we have watched this kind of uh revolution where, you know, as the baby boomer population has aged, um, we're starting to, you know, accept and embrace embrace aging a little bit more. I'm right. I'm not saying that we don't have room to work. <laughs> we've right. all we've all got room to work on that, certainly as a society and even as individuals, but um, but yeah, I just I, I thought that was very clever and fun and I loved it. And 50 is the new forte. It
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as I'm I'm getting closer to 60, so I'm fifty beyond is, is the new forte.
0: <laughs> Still the new forte. So um let's talk a little bit about the blog, just just to get us rolling here and started. Like why did you decide you wanted to to start a blog?
1: You know, it's it's fun. I just I like that format and um and I really enjoy. You know, I do a lot of reading about fitness and health things just as a as a sort of a hobby because it yeah. doesn't fit into most other realms of my life. But I kind of want an excuse to you know to do that reading and yeah. buy the books yeah. and the magazines that I buy. Um, so I thought you know the blog format is a good way to talk about those the, you know the information that I was learning from that, um, and and it was also kind of an accountability mechanism for me, because I was finding that I, I need to set challenges for myself sometimes to, to stay on track, because my life can get really overstuffed. And the first thing I'll knock out is exercise or, you know, yeah. any bonus. Right. You know. So I thought, if I just have this kind of public accountability structure, then, then um, it, it keeps me on target. So uh, yeah. it's been, and, you know, I, I wish that I would do it more often, but I try to aim for at least an entry a month and, awesome. and a post a month.
0: Well, it's it's fun it's fun stuff. So, and and what's the overarching goal? Like, what what are you hoping to uh, uh, share with people through the blog?
1: I really just kind of want to encourage folks to keep looking for ways to move and strengthen themselves and stay healthy as we get older, and not not kind of assume that certain processes of aging necessarily mean that you have to stop moving and getting stronger and, uh, you know, building fitness and maybe even getting better, more resilient than you were 10 years earlier, yeah. um, which was actually one of the challenges that I first took on when a good friend of mine said, you know, she, she contacted me and she said, I want to get, I want to go into my fifties in better shape than I was in my forties. And I thought that's a good, that's a good aim, you know, because yeah. it's really easy to settle, especially when life gets so busy and, there's so many additional obligations as we're getting older. It's it's too easy to settle and to again knock that priority out. And you know, that, that becomes like a treat instead of something that you really need to do. Yeah. To to function well in all the other areas of your life.
0: And it is mm-hmm. so important. And and so ironically, it 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 shouldn't be the first thing that goes, but it is for all of right. us. It I is, myself yeah. Included. It's, yeah it's um, just one of those things. It's the, it's the first thing that goes. I want to dig a little bit into, into your story. You said that Mm -hmm. you were inspired by your friend uh, who said, I want to enter my fifties in better shape than I entered my forties. And you, you said, Hey, that sounds like a good idea. I like that. Tell us where you were at. Like, have you been active earlier in your life? Uh, Did you play sports? Um, Yeah.
1: I was a, a primarily a runner, a distance runner. Um, I also did, I played basketball a little bit in high school and, um, but mostly I was a distance runner and, um, and, uh, I, I started to get into trail running later when, when I moved out West for a, for a while. Um, but I, I had a series of really desk centered jobs and, yeah. you know, stopped running and, and I, and I, I had the, a sort of family curse of really bad knees and so running isn't necessarily the best thing that you could do you know there are ways to get around some of those
0: for your knees there
1: yeah but um, but I I did wear it out a bit and so I I gave up running and then I just found myself kind of giving up all of the pursuits that I that I typically would enjoy I was a little bit of a weekend warrior you know just um, and and that just causes more trouble
0: (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately it can So, so you, I think that your story is amazing in that so many of us can relate to it, right? Yeah. You know, maybe we started out playing a a little basketball or or football for soccer, whatever it was, you know, in high school. And then, you know, you, when you're young, you think, that's the way life always is. You know, you fall down, you get up, it's no problem. (laughs) Just keep going. Um, But then, you know, you get into into those, you know, late 20s, 30s and 40s. Maybe it's career time, maybe it's family time. Whatever it is, life gets busy during those times and it becomes very difficult to stay active and to stay focused on, on that health and wellness aspect of our lives. It's very easy to set that aside because maybe we're caring for someone else, our children or, or whoever it is, whatever it is. There's lots okay. and lots of reasons. Uh, and I'll even say reasons. I won't even use the word excuses. There are, <laughs> there are lots of reasons that make it difficult. Um, but then a lot of times we kind of find this there's a reawakening that happens with people. Yeah. It feels like you kind of experienced that yourself.
1: Yeah. And it was really um, the, the push from my friend really helped, but it, it kind of, that had always been such a part of my identity, you know, the, the athlete side, you know, had been a part of my identity. And I I was, I actually felt like a little bit more less, you know, like I was just kind of, well, where wh- I used to oh, do yeah. that, and, and yeah. I used to be good at, I used to be strong, you know. I used to just be kind of naturally strong, and and all of a sudden I was having trouble picking up furniture and moving it in the house, and you know, it's like, what happened? What's going on
0: here? <laughs> right? So, so you make this realization, you know, you kind of have this this aha moment, almost if you will. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So I'm I'm sure that the first thing you wanted to do is just jump right back into running marathons, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I, well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I had done, uh, I think I had done a half at that point, but I, I was not a marathon runner because I just yeah. never could get up to that sort of mileage. But, um, but first I actually started rowing because I had given up on running. And so I started, I found a rowing machine on Craigslist and that was how I started to get myself back into shape. And then as I, felt more, you know, mobile. I lightened up. I, I probably lost about 18 pounds that, wow. that first round. Um, and I just felt good. And so I thought, well, let me go try to run. And, and by then I was close to trails and which is so much easier to run on. I mean, I'm really lucky, you know, the places that I have lived in most of my adult life have been near trails. So the impact is, is so much more bearable on, on, on the body, you know, that, um, that's what I went for first. And, and I just kind of, it was, Feeling like I was getting back in touch with myself.
0: I I, I love that uh, that statement of getting back in touch yeah. with yourself, and and I think that we we see that here at the Huntsman mm-hmm. World Senior Games, we we watch that happen often, um, regularly with people who just kind of have that 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 very typical trend of active and then inactive and then something happens, you know, whether it's a health scare or it's just an inspiration from a friend like yourself, whatever it is. And then they jump back into it. And sometimes it's a different sport. Sometimes it's a different thing. You you picked up rowing, you know, uh-huh. which was, which was uh-huh. new for you. And then um, they find themselves again. And it's, it's just a, this wonderful thing that can happen to each of us if we will allow it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it it does take, this is something that I talked about with um, one of your former guests, actually Sue Reynolds. Um, I I talked to her intending just to have like a a book review on my blog, but we had such a great conversation. And one of the things that we talked about was when you have been an athlete in the past, it's, it's, it's easy to try to use that benchmark when you first come back in and you need to just sort of drop that ego problem altogether (laughs) and, and say, all right, this is where I am now this is what I'm beginning with. I can, I can start from here and, and, and move back into that, that excitement, you know, that I used to feel for those, for those activities.
0: Well, you touch on such an important point and and it's crucial and, and it's worth emphasizing. So I'm going to, for just a second. And that is, you you really just need to recognize that you start where you are, right. <laughs> you start where you are. And sometimes that's hard. And, and I'll be honest, uh, maybe even, Maybe I I don't know. Maybe it feels like it's a little bit more for men, just because you have that male ego thing that's going on. But you know, you play you played football in high school, and you think you can just go squat five hundred pounds because I could do that, you know, or, or or whatever it was. You know, I could run the the forty and four two, and I, I can't do either of those things. Nor could I ever do any of those things. I'm just, I'm just just making up honest. just making up numbers as I throw those out there. But um. But you know, it, it's humbling. It's yeah. very humbling to, to realize yeah. that you know. And and I'll tell you what normally happens. Unfortunately, is you think that you can do those things, and so you go for it, and then you injure yourself. You injure
1: yourself. Yeah, exactly. and then you
0: you've lost that incentive, and you've lost that momentum. So. Yeah. I love what you said. Start where you are, and and own that. You know, we all right. started somewhere. Totally. We all totally. start somewhere. Yeah. Own that, but then don't stop where you are. Build on that, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And one of my for me it was a it was a moment where I was like, okay, I can I can step away from that ego issue. I was I, I entered a trail race out here in Cleveland, and it had been a number of years since I was in one, and I was pretty close to last. I was always a, at least a solid middle of the pack runner in my, in my youth, yeah. <laughs> my glory days. Um, but I was, I was really close to last place. And there was a little thing in my head going, just drop out, just drop out. Don't do this to yourself, just drop out. And I'm like, no, I entered, the, I've got to finish this race. And, and I think I finished like third to last. It was for me, a lesson, you know. <laughs> but, but by golly, I finished.
0: Well, that's, that's right. the triumph there, right? Is, nice. is not only doing it, finishing it, which is great, but also just acknowledging that that was a triumph. That was a win, you know, yeah. for, for yeah. where you were at and where you were started. Um, and then, of course, you, you want to build on that and you want to, you know, go from there and, and move forward. You, you talk on the blog and you've talked uh, about trying new things and yeah. you mentioned that you, you were a runner, a little bit of basketball, but you jumped into rowing. What are other things that you have tried to kind of, you know, experience new things?
1: I, I kind of made a, a habit or a, a bit of a practice after my five-year anniversary, or I hit my five-year anniversary, my survivor anniversary in, in 2019. But really every year since my diagnosis in 2014, I was trying to just pick up something new. learn something new as a little bit of a celebration, you know, each year. Um, and I, so I had taken up the rowing and then I set myself a, a 50k to to complete a 50K walking, not running, because at that point, I I didn't have my shiny new knee at that point. Um, And I took, I did a day on a climbing gyms, which I had long thought about trying, but I was, I was just afraid of making a fool of myself. And I did, but (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't pretty, but I did get to the top and I've taken up dragon voting um, on a, on a survivor team, a cancer survivor team.
0: So I'm, I'm a
1: member of uh, the dragon, the the gathering place dragonflies here in Cleveland.
0: I love it. I love it. So um, I want to talk a little bit about the climbing gym. You, you said you took a day there. Um, have you been able to go back again, or was that- I have
1: not? And I'm a little embarrassed to say that because you know I sent I, I have a picture that has me with my my certification card, and I'm like I haven't gone back. And that was a real that was a big deal to get up that thing.
0: Well, that's, that's awesome. And, um, you know, everybody has different resources, but if you have a a climbing gym in your area, that's, that's a unique one that you don't, you know, when you, when you sit down and think, okay, um, I want to get back into health and fitness. There's, there's some things I want to do. Everybody, you know, kind of defaults to running, maybe swimming. Those are things that are obvious, but I love that you got a little creative there and you're like, no, there's a climbing gym over here. I've never done that. Let's jump onto that. Well, you know, and it's partly because
1: there's a bit of a, an element of functional fitness to that. Even yeah. it's it's extreme, but there were things again that I was realizing I couldn't do as easily as I used to, like you know, just hopping over a fence. You know, when I'm out in the woods and you come yeah. to one, or, yeah. or or scrambling up a bluff or something like that. And you know, my upper body strength was really different. And and so the, the climbing gym came to me as a way to, um, to to get myself back on track with learning how to move my body around sure. and. Figuring out where my center of gravity was. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. And and what better way to do that than right. on a, a cliff face in, yeah. safely, safely yeah. inside of a climbing gym. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about dragon boating. I I'm not sure that everyone listening will know what that is. Yeah, Ta- tell tell us what dragon boating is.
1: That is, it's a team sport. It's a large and it's a it has East Asian origins. But there's a team of of twenty right? Yeah, ten rows, twenty rowers, paddlers. I should say. I'm sorry. Um, they are paddlers. It's not a rowing motion, um, and you're side by side, and it, it's a it's like a large, like almost like an outrigger canoe, a big metal. Well, ours is metal. But a real racing boat is is fiberglass, I think. But um, but it's a it's a team sport, and um, and it's great for your. Well, it's it's a, almost everything because you have to station your legs really well to get a good trunk position, and then be able to use your core to to, to operate the paddle that your, your core is really doing most of the work. Your arms are just kind of holding the paddle. And, um, so it's, it's a great body exercise and you have to be in unison with your teammates. You have to build this real rhythm with each other and this, you know, camaraderie and it's just, I love it. And you're on the water constantly. This is just a wonderful. Uh, we, we, our team works out on the Cuyahoga river. We didn't get to last summer. And I, I don't know about this summer yet, either. It depends on the, you know,
0: yes. the COVID situation. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's a, it's a great, great sport. Really great. So,
0: uh, I am just very, very marginally f- uh, familiar with dragon boating. I've, I've heard of it. Is there, is there like a, a drum rhythm? Is there, yes,
1: there's usually, yeah. especially in the races, you'll have somebody who's pacing, but yeah, there's usually somebody at the front who keep, who's keeping a rhythm for you. Um, sometimes it's just your, your two front crew leaders who are calling out the pace, you right. know, as, as we go, but yeah, in a race that you have your, your ceremonial drummer too.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's cool How that's fun. cool I love it I love it that's great
1: that's yeah. he goes.
0: <laughs> so you said you kind of wanted to try something new every year have you picked this year's i this have
1: week? I have picked this year's it I'm still working on on I'm, I'm doing a lot of walking on my new knee but I haven't done much running I've tried maybe a, a mile um but when after my conversation with Sue Reynolds who's a triathlete um yeah. I, I she kind of talked me into trying one. And I thought, you know, I've talked about it for I have books on my shelf that I bought 10 years ago to train for a triathlon. And so it's like, it's time. So I think this year's is going to be a triathlon.
0: I love it. I love it. I am not a triathlete. Uh, I have done a couple of triathlons and there is a difference between having (laughs) done a couple of triathlons and being a triathlete for sure. (laughs) But the thing that I do like about the triathlon is, you know, the cross training aspect of it. Yeah and the whole body aspect of it. And, and surprisingly to me, the accessibility of it. I know that when people oftentimes think of a triathlon, the thing that they think of is the Ironman. Right. And that's certainly the pinnacle. You know, That, right. is, that is out there and, and not everybody is going to achieve that. So, some can and should set their goals for that. But a sprint triathlon is actually more accessible than I think most people think. And I I hope that you find this for yourself as you, as you jump into this and start training, but you know, traditionally you swim four to 500 meters, which is doable. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is doable. And then you get on your bike and you, you know, you ride depending on the race um, you know, 12, 15, 20 miles. It, just, it depends on, on the race. And then you finish up with a run, of course, which uh, in most cases for a sprint triathlon is uh, 5K. And again, not easy, but doable. So I wish you the best. Uh, Thank I, I'm you. excited for you to give it a, a a shot. And maybe we'll have to have you back afterwards and see how yeah, it
1: I would love to do that. that. That would
0: be fun. Well, we've only got about 30 seconds left. Is Any advice that you would share with someone as they're thinking about re-entering this, This era of health and fitness after a break. What what would you share with somebody?
1: I would just do it. You know, find do something that that is a and find a friend if it if that's a good way to help. Find a friend, you know, or a group. There are so many exercise groups, running and walking, um, and rowing group. You know, there's all kinds of activities that are done in groups. Biking groups around here. Um, Just just commit to yourself that it, that you're worth it. And, you know, to, to do this, because I, I think we do still try to, we, we tend to talk about it like a self-indulgence, you know, and,
0: yeah.
1: and it's, it's not, it's keeping you alive. you know
0: so it's, it's a necessity, right. not a treat, like you said. So yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, Marilyn, thank you yes, so much for you. sharing your, uh, your story with us and uh, best of luck with everything that you have going on.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yes. Wonderful.
0: Thank you. Lil wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, hopefully, we can have her back and and talk about the successful triathlon yes. that she's run. So. <laughs> So I've been mentioning for the past couple of weeks that registration for the Huntsman World Senior Games is open and it is open. You can check out all the schedules, the rules, the dates, as well as our COVID-19 plan. Mm -hmm. You can find all of that uh, at SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Frankly, while you're there, check out some of the other great content that we have. You you can see regular wellness blogs. We've got access to our Living Your Best Life webinar series Mm -hmm. and just a a ton of active aging information. Mm -hmm. So again, that is SeniorGames.net. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. Mm -hmm. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment and give us a rating write a quick review. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life. And we hope that you'll do that. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website. That is once again, SeniorGames.net. And did I mention registration? I did, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You're going to be hearing that a lot. (laughs) Registration of course is open for the Hunts World Senior Games. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from the patron saint of libraries and librarians, St. Jerome. Oh. You ready? I'm ready. He says, Begin now to be what you will be hereafter. Oh. I like that, right? Yeah. Start where you are, right? Yeah. Until next Thursday, stay active.